Welcome to the Monday Morning Message, Episode 85. Good morning and welcome to the Monday Morning Message. My name is Daryl Merrill. I'm a pastor who preaches on Sunday and records a podcast on Monday because I believe that our faith is meant to be lived out all week long. Well, welcome to another Monday morning. I know you listen at different times, but I want to encourage you this week with something that is vital for all of our lives. In fact, it's been vital for human beings since the beginning of time, and it will be until the end of time. And so I want to share with you just a practical step you can take this week to live out your faith, to walk closely with God. As a pastor, the the number one question I get, and this is from everyone. People that go to church and don't go to church. People who call themselves Christians or wouldn't call themselves Christians. The number one question I get is, are we living in the end times? And I think that's the question we all have because inside of us, we know uh, that the days are getting evil. We know that there's confusion, that there's chaos, that there is Uh, trouble. And we just have the sense that there's this end coming, that that at some point we stand before God. At some point we give an account for our lives. And, And so just watching the world, so many people ask, is this the end times? And I always say yes, because we are marching closer and closer and closer to the end. And really for all of us, we we don't know when the end is. And, and so what are we to do if we are living in the end times, if we are approaching the end? And, and like I said, we're all approaching the end of our lives at some point. So what are we called to do? If you look at the Bible and what the Bible says, uh, as you walk through the New Testament closer and closer to the book of Revelation, whether it be Jesus in the Gospels or the apostles later on, there is one piece of advice that is given for everyone as the end gets closer. And, and again, like I said, this is in the Gospels all the way through the New Testament. It's repeated over and over again that what are we to do if or when the end times come? And it's, it's two words. Again, they pop up again and again and again. And that's this, that we are to watch and pray. Watch and pray. So Jesus says this in the Gospels. The apostles tell us all the way through the book of Jude into the book of Revelation, we are to watch and pray, to always be on guard, to watch over our soul, to to guard our heart, to pray. And that idea of praying is just being in relationship with God because that's the relationship you want to be in and connected to in the end times or at the very end. And so we are to watch, guard our souls, and to pray. So we know what to do, but but sometimes that's really hard to do because sometimes we're not very good at praying. We're not very good at watching. I think of the disciples uh, on Jesus' last night when he's in the Garden of Gethsemane praying and he asked them to watch and pray with him, and they all fell asleep. And Jesus says, can't you even watch for one hour? And and, it, and it's hard sometimes. I'll, I'll be honest with me, it's, it's sometimes difficult to pray. You know, um, we can't seem to find the time or we we sit down to pray and then our mind begins to wander or life is just too hard or there's too many questions or we get to that point and we don't know what to 
say. So there's a lot of things that, that can come up, but I want to give you a really practical way to pray. And so this podcast is going to give you just these uh, four things real quickly. These will help you in your prayer life. And while there's steps to prayer, you, you don't have to do all four. Like you can do one or two or three because prayer is not a formula. It's not a ritual. It's, it's about connecting with God in relationship. And that's what you need to do this week. You need to be connected with God in relationship. So I'm going to give you the four steps to prayer. And it spells out pray. And I didn't come up with these. They, they've been out there for a long time. And they're probably best developed uh, in a book by Peter Gregg. And he's from England and began the 24-7 prayer movement that has spread across the world. And he wrote a book, uh, How to Pray. A Simple Guide for Normal People. Great little book if you want to grab that. But I'll just give you the essence of it in this podcast. And so the the pray, it stands for pause, rejoice, ask, and yield. Pause, rejoice, ask, and yield. Now, I'm going to put this on my website. So if you're driving, you don't need to take notes or anything like that. You can just go back and, and re-listen to it again or go to my website and just you can see what prayer stands for. Um, um, there. But again, like I said, you, you don't have to go through all four of these. Uh, you just need to get into a moment with God. And so let's just talk about each one real quick. So pause. That when we begin, we pause. We stop. We, we take a moment to realize that God's presence is with us. When we go to prayer, sometimes we think we are inviting God's presence into that moment, but the reality is, is God is always with us. He's always been with us. And so when you sit down to pray whatever time of day, he's been with you all day anyway. And so when we pause, we're actually recognizing that he is with us. We are becoming present to the one who's already present with us. And that's a really important part of prayer, just to stop to pause, to take that deep breath and just realize that God is with you in that moment. And and for me, it's just stopping and maybe just whispering the name Jesus, Jesus, just to make that moment of connection that, that he is with me, that I am in his presence. And so prayer should begin with that pause. And then instead of rushing right into what you're going to say, uh, that R stands for rejoice. Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. That's in the book of Philippians, uh, chapter 4, verse 4. And and Paul is facing death. He's in a Roman prison when he writes that. And so if he can tell us in that moment of his life to rejoice, we can rejoice even in the difficult moments of my life and your life. Because God's with us even in the difficult moments. It tells us in Psalm 23 verse 4, that even though I walk through the darkest valley, I'll fear no evil for you are with me. See, after we pause and realize that God's presence is with us, that God is always with us, we need to rejoice that he's with us. That, that, hey, it could be a good day or a bad day, but it doesn't matter. God's with us through it all. Circumstances change, right? I mean, there are going to be good days and bad days, but God's presence is there all the time. That is a reason to rejoice. And I've got to stop entering into his presence with the wrong attitude, like rushing in with and telling God everything I lack and, and what's been defeating me and, and, and everything that's wrong with my life. 
Instead, I, I pause and I focus on his presence and I focus on the God who's good and faithful, who is full of love and full of hope. And, and when I start my prayer time that way, I'm actually increasing my faith for my time of prayer, which leads us to the A, that we have now a time of asking, that we would ask God for what we need. That's called petition, just bringing our requests before God. Or maybe you're praying for someone else. So it's called intercession when we ask for someone else. And and so we're to ask God. Jesus tells us to ask. And in John 14, 14, he says, you may ask anything of me in my name and I'll do it. We need to really be bold and we need to pray some pretty big prayers in the presence of God and know that he's the God of miracles to have that faith and and just go after what God has for us because he says, hey, ask anything in my name. And when I've paused and realized his presence is with me, when I when I rejoice that his presence is with me and, and I begin to pray, you know, his will and his promises over my life or someone else's life, that's a good thing. And I don't want to just pray about the big things. I want to pray about everything in my life because if I just wait to pray about the big things, um, you know, that's going to that's gonna take a lot of faith, right? And, and we may not feel like we can pray about those big things, but we're called to pray about the big things in our life. And so bring everything to him because when he starts answering those prayers, you know, when he starts answering the, those little prayers, it just increases our faith for even bigger prayers. And so whether it's big or small, give it to him. And then the Y stands for yield. Yield. Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane said, not my will, but thine be done. Jesus was always bringing his will in line with the Father's will. That's how he lived his life. And prayer isn't a transaction. It's, it's a surrendering. I'm not praying to get something from God. I'm, I'm praying to surrender to him. Because my life doesn't revolve around me. It should revolve around him. I need to take the spotlight off of me and put it onto God. I need to be walking into that relationship with him and looking at him. And as the old hymn says, to turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full in his wonderful face. And the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. That I'm in relationship with him. When I pause, when I rejoice, when I ask, and finally when I yield. I encourage you to, to pray this week. And don't wait. Do it now. You know, when we go to concerts, one of my favorite parts of the concert is when the um, orchestra or the band begins to tune their instruments before um, the concert begins or before a musical begins, you'll just hear all of these notes and it sounds kind of chaotic and, and they're kind of tuning all of their instruments to bringing them in sync with each other. And then there's this pause and then the concert begins. But when you hear that tuning of the instruments, you know it's getting close to the start of the concert. No band or orchestra ever starts the conference and then begins to tune the instruments, right? I mean, that's too late. At that point, it is too late. And so when we see the end coming, that's not the time to begin to pray. We need to be praying now for the end of time, before our end, before the chaos, before the turmoil, before everything else. And so we are called to pray to pause, rejoice, ask, and yield. And so I encourage you to pray this week with fresh vision, fresh faith, 
and a fresh relationship with God. Well, that's the message for this Monday morning. I'm so glad that we have this time together. Go to my website and uh, actually preached on prayer this past weekend. I'm going to preach on it for the next several weekends. So you can always get all the sermons about prayer there if you want to dive in a little bit deeper. If you want to get that acronym prayer, I'm going to put that on there for you so you can have that. And um, so much encouragement throughout the week. So go to the website, DarylMerrill.com. I'll put it in the show notes and you can link to that. Um, share this podcast, share the website with your friends and family and maybe encouragement to them. Let me give you the blessing before we go today because you are blessed all week long. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May he show you his favor and give you his peace. Amen. Hey, thanks for listening. And I hope you join me next time for the Monday morning message.